Welcome to How to Be a Human Being in the World, the podcast that showcases the strength, resilience, and humanity in all of us and provides a space where you can embrace the messy parts of life. We've all got them and unapologetically be more of who you really are. I'm your host, Dr. Kathleen Young. I'm a psychiatrist, certified life coach, and I'm also a human, just like you. Pull up a seat as we bear witness to the healing, connection, and inspiration that comes from the stories of our lives. Welcome back to How to Be a Human Being in the World. In this episode, I want to talk about whether it's possible to have too many friends. And I'll give you the backstory. This didn't just come out of nowhere because it sounds like, you know, one of those clickbaity topics, but but it, it was a real thing for me. So the other day I was scrolling on Facebook in the morning, which is something I always do. If I'm honest, I'm probably scrolling all day at some <laughs> at various times, but I do work. But I was scrolling on Facebook the other morning last week and I saw that a friend of mine, a newer friend of mine, who is also a fellow fellow physician coach, we've met in the coaching world. We met at a conference a little over a year ago, maybe about a year and a half ago, and we got along really well there. And we have a lot of things in common and and shared interests in the way we think about the world. And so anyway, I saw that she had posted that she was traveling to New York City for 24 hours. Her post was about, you know, packing light and what she had done for those 24 hours. But when I saw her post, I immediately commented on it and said that if I had known she was coming to New York, I would have for sure made it a point to see her while she was in town. I think I even said something like, the next time you come, let me know and I'll move mountains to see you. And, you know, I think when I saw her post and when anybody's like here in New York, I always have a little twinge of like, I don't know if it's FOMO or like something, but I always have this sort of desire to see people, you know, when I see that the people I like, people I want to see in person are coming to New York and that I didn't know. So anyway, I commented on her post, assuming that she already had a packed schedule since she was going to be in town so briefly. And she replied like a few minutes later that she was actually going to be free that night for dinner. And I didn't expect her to be available But after saying something like, you know, I I would move mountains to see you next time, I decided that I wanted to find a way to make it happen, to see her for dinner that night. You know, I talk a lot, you know, I talk about making time for people all the time on the podcast and the importance of putting the effort into your friendships. So here I was, (laughs) you know, in a position where I had to make that decision. How much effort am I going to put into this? And so I decided to put my money where my mouth is and make it happen. And so she was in town on a Thursday and I um I usually don't have that much of a busy schedule on Thursdays. I tend to block out time for administrative tasks and coaching clients. Um I try to see very few patients and if any and I didn't have any plans last Thursday night. So, you know, my schedule in the evening was actually free. So, once I saw that, the only hurdle to getting together was going to be finding last minute childcare, which 
you know, that day felt like it might be a big hurdle. You know, my mom is my primary childcare for my son. And as we enter the holiday season, like many of you, I've had a ton of asks, lots of activities and parties and get togethers and things where I have asked her to be available to help me out. And so I knew I was kind of walking a fine line by asking her to watch my son that night. Um, But I asked anyway. And her her immediate reaction was, you have too many friends. That's what she said to me. She's like, you know, you just have too many friends. You know, it turns out that that she and my son had actually planned to have a sleepover that night at her house because he was off school last Thursday and Friday in New Jersey. They have an annual teachers convention where they have a Thursday and Friday off in November. And it was that time. So the timing to get together with my friend was actually perfect and it worked out. And I'm sure that my mom commented that I have too many friends because I've had a lot of child care requests from her recently. But when she said it, you know, it got me thinking, is it possible to have too many friends? Do I have too many friends? And when I asked myself that, my immediate answer was no. You know, I don't think I have too many friends. I'm always happy to meet new people. I mean, usually I, you know, I sometimes have some social anxiety and discomfort in new situations, but I, I like having friends and meeting people and creating new relationships. Uh, But I know that there are people out there who would say that they're definitely not looking for new friends and that they have enough friends, that they have all the friends they need. And this particular statement has come up a few times recently with clients when we are talking about how to make new friends, you know, people who've moved to new places and are trying to build relationships and trying to build friendships, they have this idea that it's harder for them to make new friends in these places because the people around them that they like and the ones that they have, you know, interest in making friendships with are people who already have all the friends they need and aren't interested in any new friends. So, it kind of comes back to this idea. Is it possible to have too many friends? And why is it that some people don't want to have more friends, that they feel like they have all the friends they need? And, you know, these are two slightly different questions, but they kind of go together. So I thought I would address them together in the same episode. So let's start with having too many friends. (laughs) And even before that, before I get started, I want to clarify that This is something that my mother said about me. I don't necessarily agree with her. And I really have never thought about myself as someone who has tons of friends, right? Even if it is true. I mean, I I know a lot of people and I have relationships with a lot of people, but I've really never thought about myself in that way. But maybe it's true. You know, I don't, you know, I know a lot of people. I don't have problem reaching out to people I haven't talked to in a long time to reconnect or make plans um, or commenting on someone's Facebook post, a newer friend when they're coming, when I see that they're coming to New York City. So, you know, maybe there's some truth to it. You know, I'm good at maintaining friendships, even if they're not super close friendships. Like I am good at putting the effort into like having these moments of connection and closeness with people, even if they're not like my best friends. So, you know, given that I'm almost 50 years old, it makes sense that I've developed a lot of connections and friendships over my lifetime. And so maybe I have a lot of friends, but do I have too many friends? I don't know that I think about it in that way. And so I was out last night at, a, at an event. Here we go. I was out again. <laughs> 
And I went, I took a friend with me to an alumni event in New York City. And, you know, we were walking around this museum with someone else. And so I mentioned to her and this other woman that I was doing this podcast episode. Um, And I did that because she and this other woman had been talking and that person was saying how she was looking to make some new friends, that she's kind of an introvert or a loner. And she was really at a time in her life when she was looking to make new friends. So I was talking about how I was going to do this podcast. And I asked them what they thought about this idea of having too many friends. And they both said that they didn't or that they don't think that this is a thing, that this idea of having too many friends is actually a thing. And that the older we get, the more people we need in our lives. You know, people move away. I've had that happen a lot, you know, over the time that I've lived in New York, I've developed some really close friendships with people who ended up moving somewhere else. So people move away, you know, their lives change, they have things come up so that they're less available. And so I believe that it's better to have a lot of friends and to entertain the idea of making new friends, even when you feel like you already have enough friends. And these two women I was talking to, agreed with me. And then they took it one step further and said that they also see, you know, having different friends that for different purposes in their lives or that fill different needs in their lives. And so that, you know, friendships don't have to look a certain way. That's not a one size fits all view or friendships, you know, that you have different people in your life for different things. And I believe this very strongly. But, you know, the more I talk to people about friendships, what I find is that many people get bogged down in these sort of rules, quote unquote, that we have about friendships. This idea that if they become friends with someone, that there will be certain expectations of them that they may not be able to meet or may not want to meet. Or, you know, they meet people and they start to have expectations of others that aren't being met. And then they have all sorts of negative thoughts about those friendships, about what that means about them or what that means about how the other person thinks about them because they're not meeting those expectations. And I think that when we try to overly define rules for friendships, it makes the relationships less satisfying and it can make people not want them because they can feel stressful. They can feel like there's a lot of demands that you have to meet, a lot of expectations that have to be met in order to have friendships. But I really don't take that approach to relationships. And maybe that's why I'm able to have a lot of friends and people in my life. You know, I often challenge people when I'm coaching them to clarify their expectations of relationships and really to determine what they actually want in friendships. And when they can do that, I'm able to better help them see how they can have those things. You know, sometimes they want something slightly different than what they think friendships would look like, but they don't think they can have it. But, you know, once they can say it out loud, it's easier to help them see how they can have it. You know, many people don't actually know what they want. You know, they haven't thought about what they want in friendships. They just have some idea in their heads that feels unattainable or feels like something they can't have. So they tell themselves that they don't know how to make friends, that they're not good at it. They've never been good at it when often that isn't entirely true. What's happening there kind of goes back to a previous podcast episode I did on the stories we tell ourselves. We have stories that we tell ourselves about our lives and the people around us 
And I can't tell you how many times I talk to people who want to make friends. And when I do a thorough assessment with them, it turns out that they actually have a lot more friends than they think they have, which is a great place to start, by the way, because it's an evidence, you know, it's evidence of the possibility for them to have the relationships that they really want. And, you know, what it comes down to, and we think about it, there are very few people who have like zero friends who literally have no friends. So, you know, when you dig around in their lives and look at their lives, you can see, you know, the times that they were able to make friends, the ways that they're good at it, the people in their life. But I get it. I get this way of thinking. You know, I have a lot of friends, but there was a time in the not so distant past that I felt very disconnected. Like all my close friends had left the area and I felt really sad about it. I had moved out of the city and gotten divorced and I didn't know many people in the suburbs where I live. And so I didn't go out that much. I actually didn't reach out to people to make plans either. You know, I had lots of reasons why it was too complicated for me to go out. So, you know, for a while I didn't go out that much. I rarely had social plans on the weekends. I spent a lot of time at home watching TV um, and then eventually I was a fairly new mom, which didn't help motivate me to make plans with people. So, you know, that was my story was that I just didn't have that many friends. I remember when my mom first moved here to New Jersey and she was meeting all these people and doing all these things. I, w- I felt like a little bit of a loser because she had more of an active social life than I did. And I'm, you know, 30 years younger than her. Um, but all this is to say is... Um, Maybe it's the frame of mind to some extent, right? We all collect relationships throughout our lives. And we just need, sometimes we just need to take that step forward to reignite friendships or relationships that have existed all along. So it's not that we don't have friends. We just need to reach out and sort of reignite the relationship and really take the time to reconnect with the people in our life. And so that's what I think. And, you know, maybe it's possible that maybe it's just me. Maybe I have a gift. You know, I'm open to that, that I might have a gift when it comes to making friends. And so, you know, it's harder for me to relate sometimes to what people are going like going through. But I don't think that's true. I think if there's anything that I'm good at is being able to take on the perspective of other people and put myself in their shoes. But but look, it would make sense that I have a, I have some kind of relational gift because I have you know, and I've always had an interest in people and getting to know and understand them better. But I think, you know, I think I'm so much different than anyone else. I have all the same insecurities and social anxiety and new situations and avoidance and I get tired and I don't always want to make the effort to meet new people or make plans with the friends I have. But, you know, I'm open to this idea that maybe there's something about me that makes it easier for me. And, and, you know, when I was talking to those women last night, while I was out, one of them actually said, well, the one who's my friend that, you know, that I have that gift. So, you know, I'll take it, I'll take that under consideration. And so, you know, maybe it's some combination of all these things, right? The stories we tell ourselves about our ability to make friendships, the stories we tell ourselves about the people in our lives. And for me, maybe it's also that, you know, I have, some way of relating to people that makes it easier for me. But when it comes down to it, I think it's all these things. Plus, something very important to note that there's a natural ebb and flow in relationships that we don't often talk about. You know, people naturally come together and pull apart 
from each other based on what they have going on in their lives. And that's sort of the natural ebb and flow of relationships. Not all relationships, but most. And I would say even marriages go through cycles of being more and less close. I remember when a friend, a friend and colleague of mine, so he was a psychiatrist too, same interest in people. You know, he once told me that, that, and this was before I was married, but he was talking about his own marriage and and said that his observations of, of marriages in general, including his own, is that there is a constant pulling apart and coming back together in marriages and relationships, which over the years I've observed to be true in my work with patients and clients and in my own life. So if you want to always feel connected to other people and to your friends, it makes sense to me that you should be open to new friendships. So you're constantly having new relationships because sometimes people stay around, sometimes they go, people coming in and out of your life. And so if you're always open to new friendships and open to reconnecting with old friendships, you know, you're always going to be able to feel connected to other people, connected to friends. So it's about making room for more friends. <laughs> And this is probably why I always have plans. You know, I didn't used to go out like this, but it seems like I always have plans these days. You know, I make room, I say yes to things and I make room for new and old friends in my life. And I never, ever, ever think about how much of an effort people are making to be my friends or whether it's reciprocal or have they called me a certain amount of times or invited me out. I just never think about it that way. It just doesn't matter to me because. I have other people. So if I want to spend time with someone and I reach out to them and make plans and they're unavailable, I either don't go out, which is fine with me <laughs> a lot of the time, or I make plans with someone else. But I don't take it personally. I don't make it mean that that person doesn't like me or that I'm not important to them or they're not a, a good friend. You know, I just don't really think about it in that way. And that's the value of having a lot of friends and making an effort with the people in my life. But I realized that not everyone feels that way. Like some people don't want to have more friends. And I want to clarify one thing that, that occurred to me just now while I was talking about this is that, you know, I'm not necessarily friends with everyone. Just because I'm open to having new friends and I like meeting new people doesn't mean I like everyone and I want to be friends with everyone. So I'm not suggesting you go out there and just be friends with anybody who shows up in your life. You know, I'm still discerning about who I bring into my life. And you should be too, like you want to actually like the people, but I'm open to new relationships. And that's what makes me wonder why is it that some people say they're not open to having new friends or don't want more friends? And it felt like something that I wanted to think about and explore in more detail. And, you know, in reality, I haven't talked to too many people about this. I don't know that many people who say they don't want new friends. I hear people say it sometimes, but even those people, I think, probably are more open than they think. Um, so I haven't really talked about people and I can't, so I can't know for sure why they feel that way, but I suspect it's some combination of a few factors. And this is what I came up with. There's probably a longer list, but the things that occurred to me were time scarcity. So feeling like you don't have enough time, that you don't have enough time to make plans with people. And in some cases, I can certainly see why it feels that way, you know, in midlife, you know, people have families and they have kids who are, who have a lot going on. So it's easy to feel stretched. You know, a lot of my friends have kids who are applying to colleges or doing other things. And so it's easy to feel like your time is limited and precious. 
But even that, I think, comes back to defining friendships and what they look like to you and how you spend your time. Maybe you don't have to make tons of plans to have close connections. Maybe you just have to make a phone call or, you know, catch up here and there. So instead of feeling like you don't have time for or room for more friends, it could just be about how you incorporate new people into your life. I was talking to someone the other day who said that she's a part of a book club that communicates over messenger. I'd never heard of such a thing. You know, they don't have formal meetings. They just read a book and then they contribute to this discussion on messenger as they're able. So that, you know, is a very unconventional way of connecting, but a way that puts it more on your own schedule and, and on your own terms to be as connected or as involved in the discussion as you want. And what that says to me is that there are lots of ways to connect that don't require a huge time commitment. You just have to be willing to step outside of the box or think outside of the box. So there's the time scarcity. And then there's this perceived, what I call burden of intimacy. I talk about intimacy and vulnerability a lot in some of my earlier podcasts. So this idea that getting to know people and developing close connections requires a level of vulnerability that can feel scary or uncomfortable or energy consuming. So it often feels easier to close yourself off from new relationships and just not put forth the effort, especially when you feel like you already have enough people in your life. But for those of you who follow me closely, you know what I always say, making the effort to connect with others is always worth it, at least in my opinion, at least to see, you know, you might miss out on somebody who's really fun and cool and you really like if you're not open to it. And the last reason I came up with is that there are probably people out there who just feel more comfortable having just like a few close friends or a best friend. You know, they like to have deeper connections with people that feels more comfortable. They don't feel as comfortable with getting to know people, which might be a little bit about this burden of vulnerability. They don't feel as comfortable having like a bigger number of more superficial relationships. I think superficial is the wrong word here. I don't think that's quite what I mean, but I'm not really sure how else to describe it. And, and, and the word is not coming to mind, but you know, I'm a person who has a few close friends, I've, but I've never had a best friend. That's just not how I'm built, but there are people out there who prefer to just have a best friend that they do everything with. And then, you know, they may have some acquaintances and that's not wrong. It's just different. And I don't think that that even necessarily means that they don't want to have new friends. It just may take them a lot longer to commit to those friendships. It may take a lot longer to get to know those people. And that can sometimes feel like they're not interested. And if you can understand that, and if you can understand in general, like these reasons, you know, what having new friends and building new relationships means for someone, it can actually help you navigate this. Like you could suggest, if you think it's a time issue, you could suggest things that aren't a huge time burden or time commitment for other people and make it easier. If it's an intimacy issue, maybe you plan an activity. Sometimes it's easier to just get together and do an activity with someone that doesn't feel as intimate or doesn't require as much vulnerability until you get to know them rather than meeting for coffee and having to have a conversation. Sometimes that feels more threatening. But I think once you can really try to understand through the lens of the other person what the issues are, that can make it easier for you to get more creative if this is somebody that you really want to know. You know, so when you do that, it can help you find ways to build a relationship while taking into consideration their experience of building a friendship and not take everything so personally. 
you know, most of the time, if you persist and show up in people's lives, they're more open to the relationships than they may seem at first. You know, I think as humans, we actually are always building new relationships, even the people who say they don't want them. You know, we're always meeting and interacting with new people. It's what we do from there that determines whether a friendship develops. So if you really like someone, keep showing up. <laughs> you don't have to be annoying about it, but keep expressing interest. And you may be surprised at what develops. And I personally don't think that you can have too many friends. It's just really about how you feel about the quality of your relationships and what you think that means. And I don't think there's one right or wrong way to do it. Whether you're a person who has a few close friends and a lot of acquaintances or just a lot of acquaintances or one best friend, there's no right or wrong way to do it. So, you know, let me know what works for you. If you have a moment, let me know. Give me some feedback. What's your friendship idea? And what it, what is it that you see um, for yourself when you think about friendships? That's all I have for today. I hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope that you have a great week. Are you ready to have the life you actually want instead of the life you think you should want? Or maybe you just want to start having more fun. Either way, I can help. Head on over to my website, www.drkathleenyoungcoaching, that's Kathleen with a K, dot com. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at drkathleenyoung.coaching. You can sign up for a free consultation on my website and we can talk about the life you want to create and see whether group or one-on-one -on -one life coaching is right for you. Midlife doesn't have to be a crisis. It's never too late to create the rest of your story. Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time.